0: It's Stacey Williams with Listen, Talk to Me. I'll be your host today with my special guest, Sherry Taylor. And our topic today is going to be about overcoming. Yes, my friend Sherry Taylor is an overcomer. But before we get started on that topic, I want to talk about how we can break the ice a little bit, you know, have a little bit of fun. So even though we're going to be giving you guys some good nuggets today and some important information, we still want to keep it light. And I want to thank my girl, Easy Breezy Podcast, with uh, even doing that with me to allow me to know I could do that with my guests as well. And it just kind of lightens up the mood. That's all, Sherry. So I'm gonna just ask you a quick question and then I'll go ahead and allow you to introduce yourself. And then we will go into the topic of overcoming. So first, Sherry, tell me, what's the best piece of advice you've ever received?
1: Well, I would say to be my authentic self, to be my authentic self, because if um, I'm looking for God to bless me He cannot bless a version of myself or somebody who I'm trying to impersonate or be. He can only bless me. What belongs to me belongs to me. So that was like the best advice I received, you know, because sometimes being in ministry for trying to act like this person or sing like this person or preach like this person, no, you have to be your authentic self.
0: Absolutely. Because God celebrates the uniqueness of all of us because why would there be different types of races, different types of ethnicities and different types of talents and gifts. So we need to celebrate and embrace our uniquenesses um, and differences. So I love that you touched on the fact to just be the true person that you've been created to be. Why? Because no one else is that. That's right. Why mimic, why look like someone else? That's them they've been fashioned and created to do that but you my friend have been fashioned and created to be you and only you so celebrate that in its uniqueness i love that it also made me think about the movie milan as um, if you haven't seen it, or if you've read the book, then you know she was not able to really utilize the gift that she had until she was true to herself, until she was true to everyone else, that she was not a boy, but she was a woman. And when she embraced the genuineness of who she was, that's when her gift was able to come forth full throttle. So even in that, we see it in different um pictures and books and movies to remind us be who god has created you to be amen awesome piece of advice and one more for us tell us one thing in life that you learned a lesson but yet was learned in a humorous way oh
1: my gosh <laughs> A lesson that i learned but in a humorous way hmm. wow that is something i have to think about lesson not learned but in a humorous way has
0: that ever happened yeah. or has it always just been through serious challenges
1: it has been just through uh serious challenges i don't think anything was funny okay. <laughs> <laughs> I <know> That's right. <laughs> it's like really you know really not like no uh-huh. not anything has ever been funny just uh you know basically just you know trial and error gotcha. uh, only thing i can think about is um you know, praying to God for something that you wasn't really prepared for, you know, and then you receive it, and you you kind of mess the thing up because you wasn't really prepared for it mentally or spiritually or um, even skill set, you know, because anytime we can always do things and figure it out as as men and women of God, we can always figure things out because that's what God puts in us to to do those certain things, and some people are just built that way. But it's it may not been meant for you. You know what I mean. So you get that aha moment, like, wow, this was supposed to be for somebody else. So it's kind of like blocking somebody else's blessing when you shouldn't have been sitting in that seat. So it wasn't really funny. It was like, okay, God, um, this this wasn't for me. So I need to, you know, step back, step down, and let who's supposed to be in this in this role be in this role.
0: Yeah. So you seems like you've learned a lot of lessons through life. And <laughs> one of them. <laughs> has been, again, our title of the day, conquering, conquering. overcoming. And um, with the overcoming, because you are an overcomer, what does that definition mean to you? What is overcoming mean to you?
1: Um, overcoming, for me, um, I can say, for me, it was overcoming, um, overcoming fears, uh, things that I was afraid to do, or say, or or accomplish, um, in a result of of thinking that uh, what someone is going to think of me, or what how they're going to judge me, or see me, or or I could even go a step further, being in in the ministry, whereas People from your past are going to always remind you of your past, um, not where you are or where you're going. You know, you're going to always have those people to remind you of what you used to do, but not what God is doing with you presently. So for me, it was just overcoming fears of, again, being who God created me to be and what he has called me to do.
0: Awesome. Um, I think that sometimes when we are in our trial of becoming or being aware that we've been created to overcome, we feel alone. In any um, situation of you learning that you're an overcomer, did you ever feel alone?
1: Absolutely. Because normally when what the trick of the enemy does is try to get you to isolate yourself from people, you know, places and things and thinking that, um, you know, they're the problem. But what you have to realize is, is that that is what he, he's doing. He, his job is to kill, steal, and destroy. And that is anything and everything that's about you. If you can get into your mind and your heart and your finance, whatever that is. So what I had to do is, um, and again, look to the Word of God, you know, pray and have certain people around me who are like-minded, who were able to encourage me to able to pour positive things, the thoughts, into me um and my family at that time and that is that is number one that is key
0: yes i do believe that um both people meaning people who um are there to support and people who are not there to support help you in learning that you're a conqueror because how would you know that you can overcome if everyone was always for you So those naysayers, those haters, as some would call, those people that are against you are there for a purpose. And it's not to, again, destroy you, but they're there to come against, uh, like, it's sort of like they're shaping you. You know, it it takes something of friction to, to create what it is you're trying to become or sharpen. You know mm-hmm. um, when you're striking against something you become sharper uh right. so with that sometimes we get mad and angry that people aren't being who we would want them to be in our life mm-hmm. but we have to remember it takes people um like that to realize who we really are you know um, shape us into who god wants us to be exactly and, and find secret place to be with god because sometimes it's the adversity that makes us pray more it's the adversity that makes us look to god more to say you know what is this all about um uh so i just wanted to put that out there because sometimes again we just believe we are on easy street and we sometimes desire that of god and we'll be like lord just take me out of this situation that situation the majority of the time is for you to see who you really are and what you're doing. Cause sometimes we get caught up now pointing at other people if they would if, if they would have just been this and did that. when right. That, right. Show you your heart. So even in that, you still overcome. You overcome the lies of what many people may have told you. You just like your dad. You'll never be anything. All those things that sometimes trap us. But it, it, it allows us to, again, steal away and get in that secret place to find out, Lord, who am I? What is my purpose? What is your, the plan you have for my life? And right. um, we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So Sherry has a testimony y'all. <laughs> Sherry, I know there's so many layers to your testimony, but what I'm gonna ask right now is, I'm gonna give you a second. And I know you're like, which, what, what testimony <laughs> do I wanna share? Right, right, right. Get on that one that the Lord is laying on your heart right now that's going to bless someone that's watching this podcast or, or that's listening to this podcast right now. Share a piece of that testimony and how you overcame.
1: Uh, what I can say and share with um, is that I'm just going to stick with the thing of of, of fear. Um, All right. Um, fear had a, a hold on me mm-hmm. to the point where it was it was suffocating me i allowed it to just uh cripple me it just you know it just allowed i allowed it to take control over me over my thoughts yeah over my prayer life over my finances my vocation my my relationships to the point where i was afraid to take a step um to the point where i wasn't being who um god has called me to be and, and sometimes we, we can be afraid of knowing that and that we're supposed to make decisions. We're supposed to take steps. And I could just go back to uh, Scripture, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love and of sound mind. And just to think, we could say that with our mouths, but we really have to believe it. Really have to believe it, that that does not come from God. It's, it's okay sometimes that, you know, danger, you know, put a little fear in us. But when the fear takes control of you, and you just isolate yourself from from family and friends, from your church or being in church and, you know, someone asking you, how are you doing? You know, people say, blessed, highly favored. And they're not, mm-hmm. you know, it just, it's a front. Mm-hmm. Um, so people don't really dig deep or find out what's really wrong. And what I found myself doing is, is saying it a lot during that time. But I really had to reflect on what the word of God says about me. What, um, and know that what he says is true yeah. and and that to have faith and to have faith in what he says is true. But in order for me to have faith, re- faith also requires an action. Right. It's not just something that you just say. Um, it, it requires us to do something. So we're going to have faith and believe that God is, is who he is. And, and what he says in his word is true about us, that we can do all things through Christ that strengthen us. Mm-hmm. So one of us to do all things, we have to do. That's, that's the magic word, do. It requires an action to take a step, to make a phone call, to take that class, to apply for that job or whatever the situation may be, it it requires us to do something. You could pray and meditate on the word of God all day long. And there's nothing wrong with that because that's something that we should be doing. But at the end of the day, you still have to make a decision and know that. And I had to know that in my decision-making, whether it wasn't perfect, I was looking for the perfect opportunity, but it wasn't a perfect opportunity. And I had to trust God that he was gonna be there for me no matter what decision I made, no matter what the outcome was, there was a decision that had to be made. And and I did. And I stepped out on that. And when I did that, there were so many doors that were open up for me as far as education, as far as the ministry, as far as my job, about um, just my finances increased, um, just every area of my life. Just, just there was an amount. I can't even tell you the amount of of blessings that God just poured out on me. Put certain people in my life to open up doors for me, and it's just really been not perfect. But had I not done that, none of those things would have happened. Gotcha. For me, gotcha. that's what I believe. None of those things would have happened. And what I can say to people is, it is it's scary when you don't have. Um, support um, by a spouse or a significant other or family but we have to trust and believe that God said he would never leave us nor forsake us and, and that he will always make sure that there is someone in our lives that will help us. We don't know who that person is going to be, but there were people who I had just met who like, you know, you don't trust. And I haven't known you that long, but God sent those people to me and I, I I call them angels, sent those people to me to show me the way. And sometimes when you don't know, and you know, God will show you the way and that shows up in all different forms, but you have to be open to that. You can't be so close and and put yourself in a box because God's not in a box. He, If we think that he's omnipresent, he's everywhere, he can do everything, mm-hmm. then we have to believe that he's gonna do that for us too. And that the power that is in him, the power that is in us right. as believers, it's in me to do that as well, as it in all of us are capable of doing those things, but we have to uh, be able to take that step.
0: You make me think about this story uh, my dad once uh, shared um, where uh, a house was on fire and the person inside that burning house went and got on the roof and was looking for help and was crying out for help. And when somebody in a boat, um, you know, Uh, was in the boat going by the house and was like, you know, jump in, jump in. He was like, no, no, send for help, send for help. And then someone else came in a helicopter and it was like, no, no, send for help, send for help. I need help, the house is on fire. And so what it was is you looking for help and help was coming in many forms, but yet whatever it was that person on that roof was looking for, it was like tunnel vision. That help had to only come this one way, but yet he missed. All the other help that was being sent to him. So you sharing about how people that you didn't really know that long was able to be used by God to help you. Some of us don't trust the, 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 the discernment and the leading of the Holy Spirit in us to say, yes. this is God. It's, it's like we lean on our own understanding, and God is telling us in His word, we're not even to do that. But many times we unconsciously do it and we consciously do it because it takes us out of our comfort zone. And when you're talking about fear, overcoming fear is a huge one. One, because some of us are taught through generational curses to fear. And so you stay in that comfortable box when God has told us to walk by faith and that's the only way we please him is faith. So I love how you touched on the many points of that as far as, you know, faith is a a action word. Uh, you're to do, you're absolutely right because the word tells us to walk by faith, not stand by faith, yes. but walk by faith, you know? Yes. Step out knowing, uh, I don't understand. Knowing, uh, I, I think of uh, Abram. Remember Abram and Sarai, uh, you are gonna go to an unknown land listen, if, if if God was putting on your heart right now and whoever I'm speaking to, to say, you're gonna go somewhere unknown right now in the midst of a pandemic, God is telling you this and you know, because the word tells us my sheep hear my voice and they know it's my voice and they do not attend to another. So they know my voice. So you know, this is God telling you, you're about to go to a, a place unknown and, and it's a pandemic co- going on, right? But this is God telling you to go. Would you go? Or would you lean on your own understanding and say, uh-uh, COVID, COVID's going on right now. Mm-mm. I'm not leaving. And then, where am I to go? What job am I to have? Because I the wise know. thing is, we need it's to right. set up the job before we go. The wise thing would say we need to ensure we have a, a some place to live. We need to ensure we have this. We need to. And how many times do we block what it is that God is doing in this world? Because as we would know, time is wrapping up yes it is. And, and, and listen when time is wrapping up there's no time for you to figure something out that God has already figured out there's no time for you to sit there rationing out things because fear creeps up when it when again you are trying to make sense of it but when you just let go and say you know what because God told me to do it God will take care of me God will provide God will make the provisions that are necessary to 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 allow whatever he is doing to come to pass. Even if I don't have a home, the way that I think it should be. Believe me, you will have shelter. He didn't say you were gonna have a mansion. He didn't tell you you were gonna be driving a Lexus, but you would have shelter. Because if Matthew 633 tells me that if he could take care of the lilies of the valley and the lilies are more splendorous than the King himself and all that he was all about, King Solomon, believe me, he's gonna take care of you. You don't need to worry. It takes from your life. It does not add to your life. So fear, comes to rob, steal, kill and destroy as my sis was telling me fear is what the enemy wants to work with but overcoming is what our God wants to work with you about. I love that you touched on all of that and then I would also ask you how important is communication in overcoming how does that play and the reason why I'm asking this question is because the podcast is called listen and then talk to me And it's all about strengthening our communication one with another. I feel that this is something that we really do not um, encourage one another to do, to to really understand the importance of listening as much as we want to be heard. And then the importance of what communication is all about, to understand one another and not just to be understood. So when it comes to overcoming, Sherry, share about how communication is important in that aspect of overcoming
1: for me what what was so important is that i had to tell somebody and trust someone um to tell someone my story Mm. and that it it just so happens that the woman who i was sharing the story with um her testimony you, you think you're going through something until you hear somebody else's testimony and um we didn't even know each other maybe two weeks and here we were um, both in ministry in school at the time doing the same thing um you know she's married with children i'm married with children right. but you know was able to um communicate to me some things that um that she had gone through mm. that i had not gone through so some you know so when i said an angel when god sends someone into your life I mean a, a really a perfect stranger. I started a new job and I I ran into this woman and we just like you just sense that it's like you just a click and it's like yeah. she was sent by God. And she said the same thing about me because you know, this person is someone who is not someone who opens up to different women don't have a lot of friends and I was able to to touch her heart and you know we became good friends and in the midst of all that we were able to share each other's stories and and learn from each other and that and even with that that relationship built on that people that she was connected to another ministry and other women and and with that just sharing each other's stories and each other's heartaches and really learning to um to encourage one another and to, to lift each other up because you never know you opening up about something and that person is just sitting over there you have a never know what from the outside she looks all put together from head to toe hair nails everything done but but her heart she's she's broken she's going through a bad relationship a marriage or or you know, someone passed away, or she lost a job, or uh, a child died, or, or whatever the situation may be. Because as women, we're just multifaceted. We we are sometimes the, uh, the head of the household and you know that person might need a babysitter. Just someone to help, you don't know. You know, just offering a hand, just listening to someone else's story, and then someone listening to mine. Someone was there to help me. You know, get to that next level, that next step where. You know i don't know where i would be had i not met her and you know her actually just nudging me you know like you know just nudging me in that direction of what i should have been doing and and i just you know i can't even look back and then that even pushed me into uh where i am with uh with my church right. um, i i left the church where i was at um like i was talking to someone earlier in a week about. Where we are, you know, our pastor, um, Dr. Darius and Shamika Daniels teaches us to um, to live, love, and lead like Christ. So, it's, what would Christ do in this situation? You know, he did. He was a good listener. You know, he was a thinker. He he prayed. So, we're supposed to be doing more of the things that he was doing. And and even with that being said, learning how not just being able to regurgitate words from the scriptures but how to make them applicable to our life and make them relevant for today. So all those things I've learned in very such a short time, I would say in a matter of three years, that's and it it was quick. And you know, sometimes it seems like, you know, we pray for certain things wondering when it's gonna happen, but what I allow myself to do is just really just let go, trying to be in control of that and allow God to move in the areas where he needed to move and to bring certain people into my life. Because had I not done that, I wouldn't have been ready to receive what it is that this this, uh, person of God wanted to share and tell me. Because if you're closed-minded, closed-hearted, I wouldn't be able to receive that. And I wouldn't be where I am. So I encourage people to, to learn how to trust, because we have to trust somebody. You have to tell somebody. You know, you talk to the Lord, but when God sends those people, you don't know what, they're going to look like mm-hmm. Um, and it may be somebody who you would never think that you would even be in friendship with or a conversation with because i'm gonna tell you <laughs> it wasn't packaged like i thought it was right. and this person has really opened my eyes and allowed me to even share my testimony even to be here today yeah. because you know you know me that this is not something that i, I would normally do so it really has changed me in these last three years that is
0: awesome awesome so if someone that is listening to this podcast right now was wondering well what do I need to do to overcome whatever it is I'm facing today what would you share with them
1: the first step I would say for me is um what I do is I pray about it Mm -hmm. I journal a lot I write everything down um just like you have to have a plan you have to be prepared to have a plan because when God moves you need to be ready right are you planning to overcome what exactly are, are I didn't even know about it wasn't even overcoming i just okay. knew that there was something that i needed to do okay and whatever you know the things that i needed to put into place the things that needed to change got gotcha. so to myself okay so god these are the things that have to change you know gotcha. there, there's no ifs ands or buts how do i go about doing this Okay. I didn't have the answer so I prayed about that and God sent me someone mm-hmm. who had been through all of that and was able to help me walk out through those steps Got and it. I literally every single step this person was with me through the all the way to the end mm-hmm. and and that has you know that's never happened mm-hmm. that's never happened and I, I wrote it down and you know scripture sound paraphrasing you know you know Write it down. Write your vision yeah, down. I you can plan. Yes. Because sometimes you might write it, but it's somebody else's job to run with it, right? So when I wrote it down and explained to her what it is that I needed to do and what happened, we prayed about it and things just got into motion. It's like awesome. just just like that. Just like that. Awesome. So
0: I pray that that encourages someone out there that's listening and is wondering, how can I overcome? Prayer and planning is what helped our dear Sherry, who is sharing today, to overcome when it came to a certain situation in her life. And we're hoping that you uh, applying what it is that she just shared to your situation will allow you to overcome. Anybody going through anything right now, Sherry, What is being laid on your heart right now that you would want to just share with them in your own words, again, just how you're being led. It doesn't have to be about fear. It doesn't have to be specifically about overcoming, but what
1: is it that you
0: would like to share with someone right now?
1: You know, what I wanted during that time where I was going through what I was going through, I really needed um, just a hug. You know, something simple as someone you know, giving you a hug, or if God is tugging on your heart to pick up the phone, to um, say hello to someone, send a text message, uh, um, a daily devotional, some some words of encouragement, do that. Because you never know what that person could be could be going through. And I remember even with yourself, it would seem like it would just be like, God, I thank you. It was just right on time. It was right on time, something that I needed, be like, okay, I'm snapping myself out of it. It's gonna be all right. And that's what I encourage everyone, you know, though it may seem this darkest, but it's not. And, you know, God is in control no matter what it looks like. There's a lot going on in the world right now. And, you know, people are afraid and and fearful of, of everything that's going on. But I tell you to look up, look to the Lord, look to him for your strength. For, for the answers, for your guidance, for your protection, for you and your family. And don't give up. Don't give up. Because that's what the enemy wants you to do. Persevere.
0: Yeah. Persevere. Awesome. Awesome. I, I, everything that you just shared, again, to look up. Because sometimes you get in that tunnel vision when you are in a circumstance. And it's almost like you're like, I, I'm, I'm stuck. I can't get out of this. But when you look up, your help comes from the Lord. So you got to look up. And and, and you got to say, you know what? I may not like what I'm going through. I I don't like what I'm feeling. But everything happens for a reason. It's never a a, a coincidence or a happenstance of, I'm just going through to be going through, girl. No. Everything happens for a reason. So when you just look up and surrender and say whatever this is about, I know it did not catch you by surprise. I know it's not uh, yeah. allowing you to say, oh, let me go catch up with my daughter over here, or my son over there. No, he knows all about it. And the blessing about that though, Sherry, is it has to ask for permission before it even comes near your dwelling place so the fact that he allowed whatever it is that you're in to you you know to allow you to be in you gotta know to go to him who is your help and knows the day of that turnaround of that breakthrough but in the midst don't just wait for all that to give him praise bless him now bless him now because it's not to break to to i shouldn't say break but to to destroy you he may want to break you because sometimes we need to be broken in order to have that contrite spirit because that's who he hangs out with but it's always again To get us to where we need to be, which is in alignment with him, to allow him to be be the center of our attention, the center of our affection. Because sometimes we get off the mark because we're so involved with things that we don't need to be involved with. Uh, Idolizing it, um, worshiping it, because you're so uh, just in awe of it when we need to be in awe of him. So I love that you shared that in your way and that your story is your story to be told. And before we end this podcast, again, even though I said if there's anything on your heart, what do you want to share? But in knowing we're about to bring this podcast to end, I'm going to leave it to you to close out the way that you would
1: want to close out. Okay. I just want to close this out in, in prayer. Um, I just want to say, Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord, for this platform. We just thank you for my sister, Stacy. We just thank you for today, Lord God. We thank you for waking us up, Lord God, giving us the ability to share, to encourage, Lord God. We just thank you and give you all the honor and the glory and the praise. In Jesus' name, we just pray and thank you, Father God, for everything. Amen amen
0: because all things work to the glory of god to those who love him and are in christ jesus we're called y'all so thank you for tuning in to listen talk to me another episode of conquering and overcoming in christ jesus till the next time all bye
1: bye